Hey there, welcome to Elite Bridal Boss Podcast, where we blend bridal beauty and business so you can thrive as a bridal boss. I'm your host, Jenny Tori, and excited to have you here. We discuss all things that matter to you the most, growing your bridal beauty business, living a life with impact, and being a boss in every way possible. If you could do me a favor, hit the notification bell and rate this podcast for more. And I know you want more. All right, so let's get started. Today's topic is going to be about three things that are holding you back from booking more clients, more high-end clients, all right? I feel like this is super important to discuss because it's not something where you think it is, but it's going to go in a deeper level. So I really want you guys to just sit back and really analyze them in yourself and see how you can elevate your wherever you're at right now in your business to help you move the needle in your business, all right? So my goal and purpose is to help you empower bridal beauty business to live a life with impact while making amazing income, which is a six figure and more in your business. All right. So three things that are holding you back from booking more bridal clients. So I feel like this topic is super important for everyone in the bridal beauty industry. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, but this is super important because if you want to be able to book more clients, then obviously you have to have a strategy. But for the strategies to work, guys, there's three underlying things that we have to overcome. And it's not something that you may not heard of. So I want to go ahead and go over it. So first of all, when it comes to bridal beauty business, we always wanted more clients. We keep saying that more clients. And I think that more clients is going to solve our problem. And to a certain degree, it may, you know, it may solve them. But then we may come back to this little subconscious blockage that we may have. And the very first one would be fear. When it comes to fear, it can show up. Fear can show up in many ways. Fear of success. It's funny how we all want success, but the fear can hold us back. And it can show up in many ways. It can be a story that we tell ourselves in our head. It could be things that, you know, we grew up seeing that is a fear that haunts us. And I want to share a story like my fear of what held me back in my first business is why I had to pivot. So let me share my story. Like when I first started my business about 18 years ago, I started painting. So I wanted to become a painter when I was six years old. I just knew that I just want to be a painter. And I knew I wanted to sell paintings. And when I heard about the story about like Van Gogh, and I shared this many times in my stories, and is that when I read the story about Van Gogh and how he didn't really make money until he passed, that I had a narrative in my mind that I thought that you have to be a starving artist in order to make a living. I don't know. It's just like in my head was a warped story that I had. And I love art. Like I love painting. Like to this day, painting, like I will cry when I look at, I don't know. I just like little paintings. And I love the act of like just drawing and painting. I don't know. I just love it. The fluid, the, just the motion that comes through the each stroke. So I knew that I wanted to be a painter when I grew up. Because of this narrative, I knew that I couldn't become a painter and have a, like a, make a living off of it. I thought I had to be a graphic designer. So I thought that was the next thing, best thing to be being a, an artist. So I got scholarship for graphic design. I went to graphic design school. I graduated after a year later and I couldn't really find a job because even though I was really good with graphic design, I was only like 19. And so the people that I interviewed with was like, I think three, it's been three interviews I went to and I just couldn't, they were like, how do you know how to design? And they didn't want to like hire me, which was so weird. Like obviously my portfolio was great, but I think because of my age, I don't know, but I gave up around three times of interviewing and I just went back to work full time. And I went to go work in corporate like call center and I just moved up the ladder in that field. 
But with that said, I went ahead and went to, I continued on with working and then went to school full time as to get my degree in graphic design. Anyway, so, so which is why I have my, my background with designing and branding and all that. And I was really good at that. Anyways, going forward, I went ahead and continued on working. And then three years while I was working, I was deciding, like, you know what, let me start my painting business. So eventually I can quit my day job. And so when I went ahead and created my painting business, which is called J Tory Art. So if you were to go to my bridal website right now, it's so J Tory Art to this day. But anyways, that's fast forward. So jtoryart.com, I created my website. I filled it with paintings and I sold paintings. Actually, maybe sold maybe three paintings every few months. But it was not enough because I wanted to be able to quit my job, right? So three years into selling paintings, I felt like I think I needed to be able to pivot. Like, let me start painting faces. Even though I wasn't, I didn't know anything about makeup, but let me just like, let me just start painting faces and see how that goes because I had a pivot. That fear of starving artists was hitting me. And I was like, you know what? I got it. I got it. I don't know. It was a fear. So the point is I let that fear happen and I pivoted and which is not a bad thing, you know, you can pivot, but I just kept the canvases different. Like I still paint and I don't do makeup. So I decided to start painting faces and start, you know, practicing and I work really hard. So what I did is my back was against the wall. I need to make sure that this business does well. So what I did is I knew how marketing and branding works. And so while I was working on my portfolio, learning how to do makeup and hair, I also did worked on my website and working full time. And because I'm so passionate and I was just like gung ho, I was working. Like I was doing like five to six models every week. And yeah, I worked really hard. But at the same time, I worked strategically, you know, because I knew that if I do this, I knew that I will be able to get more clients. You know, all the free work I do, I know I get more clients. And plus, I was building my brand online. So I was like, I was doing both. And so quickly, like I was starting to make money. And eventually my fear, that fear eventually faded. Does that make sense? So the fear of starving artists eventually faded while I saw the success in my bridal beauty business. I targeted more bridals, but even though I was doing makeup for everything too, but then the way I promoted online was like more special events in bridal. So that fear, which is what I'm telling you guys about, like fear, it could be fear of anything. Me sharing the story with you will help you kind of maybe analyze your fear. It could be fear when you're little and it can go back to when you're six or seven years old. And I promise you, there's something there that may be holding you back. So definitely want to go sit back. And if the moment you cry, like you hit that fear on the dot, don't be surprised that you can like be bawling because you went back to that person or that inner child, you know, that little kid that I was scared of. And so it can come in many ways, fear of success, fear of commitment. You know, you guys want more client, but are you committed to your business? You know, you may have a fear of commitment to your business to grow, to really thrive. Sometimes we're afraid to invest more into your business, a fear because of not having return on investment. That fear because of not maybe not trusting yourself to make sure you follow up and show up. Because once you make that commitment, then a commitment can come in many ways, commitment to your mentorship, to a coach to help you get there faster, or maybe a fear of investing five to 10K or whatever that will help you get the return investment into your business. Instead, you want to do is just play safe and just like letting fear hold you back and decide, you know what, I don't want to invest. Let me just post on Instagram and just like not have a clear strategy because you don't know what you're doing. So sometimes fear can hold you back that way. So I want you guys to really sit with yourself and, you know, identify those fears that can be holding you back and committing yourself to building a six-figure bridal beauty business, you know? So I hope that really helps you guys. So that's the first thing. So the second one will be resistance. And this was an aha moment. I was like listening to another podcast and I, I heard her talk about resistance and I'm just like, oh, resistant is another thing that can hold you back from booking more clients. 
Because I see that true even with my coaching business. Like, okay, it's a resistant. If resistant can show up in many ways, you'd be surprised. Like, why would I be resisting? I want more clients. But it's true. We say we want more clients. We're doing all some maybe all the activities that is wanting to show that we want more clients. Maybe we're posting on Instagram. We want more clients. But the inner core of ourselves is resisting of getting more clients. Let me explain. So it could be resisting. Like maybe you don't have systems in place. Maybe the system you place when you have more clients coming in. Maybe you know messaging. Like you don't want to message them back. Or maybe you getting clients coming in, like messaging you, but then you don't want to respond back. That's like one way. Like you have like, oh, because you're afraid that once you message back and forth, then you're going to have to like communicate with them, and you don't want to communicate. That's just like one thing. Another thing would be like maybe you don't have a great onboarding system for brides, or maybe you don't have a contract for brides, or you don't have things in place to give them an elite experience. You know, and because that inner core is still like resisting it. Then you're gonna find ways to resist. It could be not making excuses of not showing up on Instagram, maybe not posting on Instagram consistently, or you'll find ways to sabotage a little bit of like the interaction with your ideal client. You know that by showing up consistently to your ideal client will bring profits into your business, right? But sometimes we make excuses, you know, like we're tired, things like that. Like、uh, we understand that there's like life happens, you know, like things like that in your life that you cannot control. But we're talking about daily activities that will help you move the needle in your business. What's holding you back from making those small little, you know, actions that will move the needle in your business? You know, sometimes we put things procrastination. Procrastination is another thing that a lot of us give excuses. Oh, I'll do it, or I don't know what to post. You know, like oh, I don't know. Like that itself is also another resistance, an excuse that we give for not showing up in our business. I actually had to sit with myself on that one, not with my bridal business, but like even here, you know, like my coaching. Like I realized I was resisting. I pinpointed, and now it's like I get it. You know, just being aware and just identifying that is super powerful, guys. Like it's super powerful. If you're able to really knock down these barriers, I promise you, you're able to move the needle in your business and move the needle in your empowerment, the impact that you can actually that you are making and you're meant to make, right? With these brides, with these clients that are out there. So figure out what's resisting, like systems. It can be communication, not not how I communicate to bride. There's so many things that you can pinpoint, and I want you to sit with yourself and see what it can be resistant to. It can be resistant to investing yourself, investing into your business. It can show up in so many different ways. All right. Real quick, guys, if you enjoyed the show, please help me to spread the word on this podcast by leaving a quick review to help spread the word, so we can empower more bridal makeup artists to increase their profits, support their families, deliver exceptional service.、And、if you can do this, this would mean the world to me. All right, let's get back to the show. So fear and resistance, like those two, are like mind blowing to me. Like wow. All right, the third one is gonna be is your portfolio. So not having a premium portfolio, guys, is one of the things that are gonna hold you back from booking your high end clients. So when it comes to high end clients, they look at details. And everything you put out matters. So everything that you post matters. Okay, like when it comes to your portfolio, 
It could be the makeup post, like details matter. If the lashes on that you have on your client that you post on Instagram, if it's not enhancing, if the contour is too dark or the contour is not really blended, those are the things that high-end clients look for. They look at how you're able to cohesively pick the lipstick, cohesively do the eyeshadows or the eyebrows. They look at everything and they see how you're able to make that person look good because they see themselves in your work. So if the work isn't up to par, guys, like don't post it. Like it doesn't have to be posted. I understand that you guys work really hard and like posting and you're doing, you know, and probably doing models. But if the model that you did and the makeup does not match to your ideal client, then don't post it, you know? Obviously, actions is super important. Like action matters. But the key is you want to put action in the right places, like be strategic with your action. And that's the recipe to success because when you do the right things at the right time and you maximize the time that you have by leveraging it with perhaps like working with someone who's already done it and be able to just move faster in your business instead of waiting five years, waiting three years, trying to figure this out by yourself you're actually leveraging time. So because at the end of the day, that's all we have is really time to make more money and time and energy. And time and energy is one of the resources that we don't have a long time. Like eventually our energy and our time will run out. And so when you view your time and energy as a resource that is more valuable than anything else, then you'll go ahead and find that money. You'll find money to go help you move faster in your business, right? Find money to invest in your business. Go find a coach, a mentor that can just take you faster, take you by the hand and get you there faster than you would alone instead of doing everything yourself. And also doing everything yourself can show up as a blockage as well. It shows up as a barrier. A lot of us may grow up thinking that we have to do everything ourselves and majority have that. Like, I mean, sometimes I do that too in some things because I'm like stubborn in some ways. Like I just do it myself. Actually, yeah, actually doing that now. <laughs> like, like I would just do it myself, you know, and that really can hold you back. You cannot grow that way. You have to realize what are your weakness that you have in your skill set, then hire someone else to help you with that. For example, it could be like building a website or maybe how to communicate to a bride, like, they're marketing and advertising. Like that's the skill set too that you have to learn and you have to have a you know strong strategy in place to get your ideal client. When you have these things in place, these strategies, then you're leveraging your time, maximizing the time and energy you have because really our energy to doing makeup is not going to be long, guys. Like you can only do makeup like in your 30s, 40s. I mean, I don't see myself doing makeup in my 50s. I mean, I could in my 50s. What I'm saying is if you're in your 40s, you don't have time but like less next 10 years to really make your six figure and live the life that you want to live, you know? So if you view your energy and resource and time in a level that is more valuable than money, because the thing is money will come as long as you do the right things. I think because we feel like if I invest and the fear comes up now, oh, because if, if I invest into a coach or a mentor, a program, then I may not get the money back. So that's fear. See, remember I told you fear can hold you back. So how to combat that is like you got to look at that. I trust myself to show up take ownership. So I know that one of the things that really has helped me to be successful is that I take ownership for everything in every decision I have made. So whether it's investing in a program, investing in a coach, invest anything or a consultant or even my teammate, I take ownership. Like I take ownership for anything that doesn't go right or anything that thinks it goes wrong, thinks it goes right. Take ownership. Taking ownership is one of the biggest key factor 
for any CEO to really grow. If you do this, it will help you grow because a lot of times we like to blame other people or blame other things and then we sit with that blame and then we're not moving forward because we'll say, well, well so-and-so, so-and-so is supposed to do this. And then what happens? You sit there and so-and-so is supposed to do this. Another week goes by, you're, you're mad. Another week goes by, you're still mad at that person who's supposed to be doing something to help you with the business, but they're not doing it. And then you're sitting there not doing anything because you're so mad and you're blaming the other person. And so that right there is one of the things that a lot of people like to do and they can't move forward. They cannot grow. So I take ownership and stop making excuses and just, yes, su it sucks, whatever that, you know, issue is like, it sucks, but move on. Let's move on. Like accept it, talk about it and be mad. And then, you know what? Let me just figure this out. Let's just keep going. You know, like there's something there out there that can help me with my business like I know it which is why you guys are here you know like you guys have found me and you guys are all over the world and the internet from where I'm in Dallas so you guys came into my Facebook page for a reason because you guys are looking for someone who already has been building a six-figure bridal beauty business and want to be able to learn and get there faster in your own business right to get there faster so that way you can live a life with impact and you know spend time with your daughter or your family you know Instead of working like a dog, hauling this crap everywhere, you know, this kid, which I still do to this day. <laughs> I would still be hauling crap all over the place. But guess what? Why not haul the crap? Why haul the, you know, our kid all over the place, but been making money, you know? Like, why not make the money instead of making $150 going to one spot? Because I used to do that back in the day too, you know? Hauling our makeup kit, making $150, you know? But if you have systems in place and policies and procedures that you won't feel undervalued you know you'll feel valued because you have policies in place and we have boundaries and you work with someone who's already done it then you're able to leverage that and then really have a strong foundation in keeping you separate from all the competitors because the thing was when it comes to competitors everyone's just copying everyone like if you go on the internet right now i see pretty much all the makeup artists are copying each other and they're wondering why they're not booking more clients you know because the other people are not booking clients they're booking someone else anyway so that's like my tip is actually my third point was portfolio and i don't think i went into it that in depth so premium portfolio matters okay let me talk about portfolio one more time having a strong portfolio matters detail matters okay i did talk about it but let me just finish it out so having a professional portfolio, investing in, obviously you guys invest in high quality products, but you do have to invest in high quality skill set to give and deliver with these beautiful transformation to your brides and clients. Sometimes we like to just go in, we know that's not our best work and we'll still post it anyways. So get training. When it comes to makeup and hair, guys, you will always continue to work and train. And so I suggest with you guys ask for help with your work, like just Ask myself about like maybe look at my portfolio and what is it that maybe you need to, you know, take out or maybe that you need to work on because consistency is a key when it comes to high-end bridal client. They're looking for consistency, they're looking for your style, and they're looking for just how cohesive the entire work is. So super important to really dive in, in your portfolio. You guys have to wear two hats when it comes to bridal beauty business. You got your artistry because we're so busy working on our, on our work, on our skill set, but then we're not here working on our business. I actually was talking to someone yesterday and he owns like a coffee shop and he was just sharing how he noticed that like there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are really good with their craft and really good, but they're not really good with the marketing and branding and their advertising. And so there is a gap 
in any genre, any businesses. So you and I guys are not the only one who are struggling with the marketing advertising, like across the board it is. And I know that I have become successful in my marketing, my bio beauty business. So that's why I'm here to be able to make an impact and to help you guys out to be the bridge really to bridge the gap between where you guys are attracting and then you guys want to be able to attract and book high-end product clients. So that's why I'm here at this page here to help you guys out in this mission. It's called the Bridal Boss Movement, I would say. And I'm happy and thankful that you guys are here with me. And so I really hope that these top three things that you guys will sit with yourself and like start talk, like have a conversation with yourself and see what is it that, you know, start identifying these things that are holding you back. So the first one would be fear. How is showing up in your business? Fear, fear of a success. Yes, there's so many things that are, can hold you back from fear. Fear of investment, fear of commitment. There's a lot of makeup artists out there are fear to commit into the business. They just want to play with makeup and start doing makeup and just try to make money off of that, which it's fine, but if you want to have a six-figure bio beauty business, you have to commit. You have to invest. You just have to, unless you're able to do it yourself and perfectly. You still have to invest because you still got to invest in your website. You still got to invest in the SEO. Like you still got to invest. So either way, if you don't invest in the coach, then you just have to piece a puzzle together yourself, which is fine. But just know that it's going to take a little bit lot longer, you know. And if you have the time, if you're only like you're 19, 18, then you have plenty of time. But if you're in your 30s, 40s, you don't have that much time. So consider your time and make it work. You know, you're able to find ways to make things work and help you to move faster in your business by getting a coach, getting a mentor who's already done it. So help you get there faster. All right. So the first thing is fear, facing your fears. Second thing will be resistance. See how you are resisting in your business. It could show up in many ways. Maybe you're not posting consistently, making excuses, not taking ownership because you're resisting to take ownership, you know, maybe you're resisting to, you don't have systems in place. So you're afraid to like book more clients, even though you say you want more clients, but you're afraid your inner core is like resisting energetically to book more clients because you don't have systems in place. You may be imposter syndrome. You may have that inside of you like, well, if they come into my world, then you feel like, oh, I'm afraid that she's going to book me, <laughs> you know? Even though you want it, but check your resistance, okay? And the third thing is your portfolio. Check your portfolio. Make sure that your portfolio is up to par to your ideal client. Go back and review your portfolio. Go into your IG highlights. Look at everything. Anything that doesn't align, I want you to just clean house, all right? It's springtime. Clean whatever that doesn't align with your ideal client. And how do you know your ideal client? Well, your ideal client work with your ideal client. So go check the ideal client that just paid you for four figures or maybe pay you $800 and go look at her as to why she booked you and just look at your portfolio and see how it's like being cohesive. Okay. So booking clients and talking to high-end clients or just working with people will help you understand who your ideal client is. So we can sit here all day long and figure out who your ideal client is. But if you're not taking action to see who that person is, I'm talking to those who are beginners, you know, like but for those who already already been in business for a long time, you guys already have a portfolio. You guys know who your ideal client is, who's already paid you a lot of money. Now go figure who that person is and just now you need to like put up a campaign around that, you know, and then your whole business, your portfolio has to match along with that. And so that's your third thing, not having a good premium portfolio is going to hold you back from booking more high-end clients all right so i hope that this top three things will help you really see and kind of change your perspective and like give you some aha moments as to what's holding you back to booking more clients so that way you can move past this and grow okay this is the journey guys this is not a one done all thing you know it's just like something that you 
have to start identifying get on this path the first thing is like removing ego out of the way and seeing that yeah it's probably is fear probably is resistance probably is my portfolio you know then asking for help like we can't figure this out yourself sometimes we get overwhelmed get help that's why i'm here all right guys i hope that this live really helped you guys to really see in a different way and really feel empowered and take ownership of your pathway in this bio beauty business and get on this path to making six figures and live the life that you want you know and call your own shots you know and how you want to be able to show up in this world and if you guys need any help with your business your marketing your advertising your bio beauty business please hit me up send me a dm link in down below or send me a dm on jennytory.co on instagram or here on facebook and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's topic. And if you did, please rate and subscribe. If you would love to learn more how I can help you reach your fullest potential as an elite bridal boss, please schedule a free call. Link in the description. And to see if the program will be a good fit for you. Either way, DM me on IG and say hello as I would love to hear from you. Until then, don't stop dreaming because you are living in it.